Welcome, Welcome, guys, gals, and and non-binary pals. Why do they hate Miranda? You're listening to I Couldn't Help But Podcast. Carrie is the fucking worst. An unofficial Sex in the City podcast. Hosted by Joe Daniel Montalongo and Paige Clarno. Charlotte, shut the fuck up. Um, what am I listening to? Sick. Use a condom. Hello, everybody. What's up, you fucking bitches? Wow. Uh, Coming in a little aggressive. I just read a really nice quote, so I have to be aggressive to counterbalance the good feelings. That's fair. I'm going to read it to you. It's by Vincent D'Onofrio. Okay. It's a found poem. Ooh, I got out of it. A found poem. <laughs> found on Twitter. Found on Twitter. Left on Twitter. <laughs> I retweeted it. Pigs can't look up. But I could pick a pig up one night and raise it into the sky and tilt this pig ever so gentle. I can make sure this pig's eyes line up with the stars. Imagine seeing the stars for the first time. I want to be treated that kindly and see the stars for the first time. On a scale? <laughs> He's fucking loaded right now. Yeah. He is gone. 420 yeah. blazing. I was like, on a He's... scale of one to DeFranco, how high are you? He's... <laughs> D'Onofrio. Right He's now. D'Onofrioing right now. Uh, Too funny. Uh, my body. You guys, welcome to the season four season finale. finale. Oh my god, we made it! It's only been three hundred years that it took us to record this season. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I think that's like that feels so true. The first episode was the agony and the ecstasy. Trey was still with Charlotte. Um, the girls discuss the concept of soulmates. Oof, rough, man. <laughs> this is a rough year. Yeah. For the girls. Not for us. We've been great. <laughs> I, I no, I have also had a rough... It's also been a year since we started season five. Yeah, I, season four. Not Whatever. even season five. Yes. I don't it's know been, what season this is. It's been a long time. This has been a long season. So thank you for sticking with us through our hiatus. I... I was going to start a podcast called Hiatuses, and we just do one episode, and then like, we'll see you next time, and the second episode comes out four years later. Hey, you back. Hey, we back. That's just basically this one. I want every time that I guest are on someone else's podcast, they immediately have to go into hiatus after for like three weeks or four weeks. Enough to make a difference where the fans like, where's the new content? Like, sorry, mini hiatus. Right. Oof. So we've got a hefty hiatus coming up because we are going to be recording the entire next season before we release it. What? Yeah. So we will do like a little mini episode about it. But just to give you guys a heads up, um, there will be quite the uh, the pause uh, in recordings because it is going to be our guest star season. A guest star season? So many of our friends, local celebrities, non-local celebrities... Share. Share will be there. I mean, it's going to be amazing. Chaka Khan. I mean, we've tweeted at her and she just tweeted Senator us back. Senator Elizabeth Warren. And Elizabeth Warren. I just totally sidelined me from the joke I was about to make sorry. about Share. And I told, I got distracted and started laughing. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I was just really excited <laughs> about her coming on here and then being like, okay, let's break down why these girls are feeling the way that they are. <laughs> And let's get to a point and let's create an America for them. Let's create an America that helps benefit these people. 
And then she's like, but they're not the people that we're focused on. We need to focus on these people. We need to focus on an America that does this. <laughs> I love her. She's my number one can- candidate right now. We made fun of her for the Pocahontas thing. We made fun of her for the 116th. We make fun of everyone for everything. I mean, yes, but she took the brunt of it Mm -hmm. because she is a woman running for president Mm -hmm. and everybody shit on her. And now since everybody decides that they're just going to run for president, she's the only one that I'm seeing doing the footwork and Mm -hmm. she's the one who is not being supported. And that pisses me off. She's releasing incredible policies. She's speaking about real world shit. She's addressing people face on like we want our presidents to be able to do. And we're just like, "Mm, but there's a gay one. Oh, but there's another black one. <laughs> O'Rourke likes to stand on counters. Isn't that cool? And we are not giving. She's working extra hard. She's doing all the extra work that we expect females to do for none of the credit. Mm-hmm. And we are focused on the lives of these other people as opposed to considering who's going to be the front runner as president for the next election. And she is doing that fucking work. And I need us to go support her. Not telling people what to do. Everyone's talked to their own opinion. She's the one that's backing it up. So, like, who are you voting for, though? (laughs) (laughs) I'm an independent, so I can't caucus. Mm, That's unfortunate. Yeah, I'm probably going to change it. I bet you'd be great at caucusing. Oh, I'm incredible at caucusing. (laughs) I think I'm going to have to change that, though, because I do think it's more to caucus. And as an independent, I will not be able to. But if I change it back to Democratic, I will immediately go back. It matters. That's <laughs> yeah, totally fair. And with a thousand of them, literally one vote will make the difference in any fucking county, in any fucking section, in any fucking ward of your city. <laughs> Go out there and caucus, dude. It's important. We don't have to worry about that right now, though. I am always worried because, about this. <laughs> listen, it's two years. We're going to be through half a season by then. <laughs> <laughs> We're like the Downton Abbey of like, or like the British television like, shows where it's like, it lasted 12 years and it was two really great episodes. <laughs> 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 All right, let's dive into this. The synopsis for season four, episode 18. Mm-hmm. I looked up because I was like, did he fall asleep? <laughs> <laughs> I could have easily seen that happening. I got tired. Like, oh no, he's gone. Um, Carrie tries to keep big from leaving Manhattan. Which, no, not really. Um, Samantha goes undercover. Charlotte gets picked up at the Museum of Modern Art. Baby Brady brings Miranda into the world Fucking of motherhood. I look, I'm just reading it from this the synopses. It's a great book. Are you kidding me? It's full of useful information and lots and lots of uh, <laughs> proofreading errors. <laughs> so many. I freight. So. Let's start with Charlotte, because boy, was that ever boring. Yeah. What a hell of a, like, not season ender for her. I mean, she doesn't care about her ever. No, they really don't care about her this episode. Because they made her to this person that is shitty. Yeah. And has nothing going on for her. And now they're just like, shit. Mm Mm-hmm. We don't know what to do with her. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised they didn't Quinn Fabray her and just be like, she's punk rock now. She's going to shave off her head and go crazy. He's the worst. Worst, like I wanted so mishandling much mishandling of a character. Yes, Quinfer Bray deserved better. She was able to carry a lot more, and As when an they actress, gave her, yes. yeah, when they gave her mm-hmm. things to do, she was the she was carrying them beautifully and mm-hmm. well, and play things with such fucking. I've oh, fuck, I can, of course I can't think Maxie. of Maxie, right <laughs> oh, Maxie. <laughs> she had it going, and then they were just like, mm, 
fuck you, Quinfer Bray. Fuck you. Fuck your baby. Mm-hmm. Fuck your Ryan Seacrest tattoo. <laughs> fuck those purple girls. Mm-hmm. Fuck your legs for a while. Yeah. Fuck, fuck your life. Fuck your love life. Yeah. And then you're just gonna come back and then get slapped by Santana. Ugh. What a what a shit show. I can't wait to watch it again. I'm so excited. <laughs> what a terrible shit show. Um so Charlotte is now a like volunteering at the Museum of Modern Art for some reason. She got that job two episodes ago. Was it the Museum of Modern Art, though? I thought it was something else that she got. Anytime someone says museum, I'm immediately just picturing that it's the MoMA. Even if people are like, oh, I'm in San Francisco at the museum, I'm like, oh, it's the MoMA. Yeah, I thought that she was at, like, a small art gallery, and she was... I think they said it was a bigger didn't, museum. Didn't they say that she was, like, a... Ugh. A, a dusset. Dusset. Yeah, which, we didn't we look up, or did we not look up? I looked it up, and it's just uh, a person who gives guided tours. Which is what she's doing. So oh, that's why I'm like, this okay. So then it must be the same thing. So yeah. my bad. No, not a problem. Um, so she is working in her new job at the MoMA. And some guy is in her, in, in her guided tour. And she was just like, aren't you? Because he's here? walking a little close, too. Um, and she's like, weren't you here last Sunday? And he's like, uh, yeah, I really love the Impressionists. And also, I'm uh, trying to get up the courage to ask you to dinner. And she, like, whoo, she fumbles like a maniac. <laughs> like, it was, it's like, again, one of those videos where somebody's slipping on the ice but, like, never actually falls. Like, it was like that. Oh, fuck, those are so delicious. Those are so great. I love it because they don't fall, so I don't feel bad for laughing. Right. But then they're, like, perpetually falling for 45 seconds. Mm-hmm. And they won't give up. Just no, fall. They won't. Just fall. Just take the L and go. And these yep. people are like, no. no. And it just looks... You could add, like, crumping music to that. And it just yes. looks like some crazy, intense <laughs> Gaspar Noe dance moves. <laughs> yes. Um, so she's like, oh, no, I'm, no, I'm separated, but, um, uh, uh, like, I'm not really ready to date right now. And I'm like, you're not ready to speak right now, Muffin. What's wrong with you? So she's guiding them, gets to the Pollock, and sees Trey at the museum with a bunny, his mom. And, of course, his mom is, like, saying, oh, I detest Monet, which, how fucking bougie. I mean, are you fucking kidding me that you're, like, going to walk through a museum like it's some art that you can buy and just be like, oh, I don't know, the Monet doesn't speak to me. What a wild (laughs) fucking bullshit thing. Like, just everything is art. It's in a museum. Do you have anything up there, Bunny? No. No. Stop it. Um, So she's traumatized and then just agrees to go out with this guy. And uh, they go out on a date. Everything's great because they're bonding over their previous experiences uh, with being in a relationship and now no longer being in a relationship. She feels good about it, invites him over, and he freaks the fuck out about how big her apartment is, which it is. It absolutely is. It's It's way too huge. It is literally, I think, comes in just under how big my house was. With all the fucking rooms that it has and, like, these wings of things. And he, like, he loses his shit and he's like, I live in a studio. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, everybody does. It's New York City. Everyone lives in a shoebox. is a glorified closet. Yeah. Like, his, his, it probably was a closet at one point where he lives. Like, 
that all Murphy bed style coming out of the wall. And now you pay thirty five hundred for it. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. Not including utilities. Yeah, don't get us starting on the housing market again because <laughs> we'll go off. Um, so she's like immediately weirded out by him, shoves him out, and that's her whole story. Yeah, that's oh. it. And she shows up at the end, but it doesn't do anything. No, she's just literally like, oh, the baby's born. Woo. Spoilers. Eh, we already spoiled it. Also, like, wouldn't that be wild if she was pregnant this whole time and then didn't have the baby? It was a burrito. I'm so sorry, you guys. <laughs> or it's just like a three season pregnancy. <laughs> oh, my God. Wouldn't that be wild? It's fucking Bonnie from Family Guy where she's just perpetually pregnant. Just always pregnant. Oh, no, I'm pregnant again. um yeah that's pretty much it uh samantha samantha because let's talk about this fucking shit show none of it made sense none of it no it was absolutely off brand it was for her ridiculous and rushed and then dumb they're like "Ooh, we're gonna give like this c plot some fun things to do none of us are like having fun yeah so Richard and, I was going to say Stephanie. Wow. Ah. Richard and Samantha are in bed. Richard's doing some work. And Samantha does the thing where she's like, I'm going to give you a kiss on the cheek. And immediately going to making out, which mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of. I hate that. I'm like, you gotta, we gotta get here. Mm-hmm. This is, where's the kissing foreplay? Yeah. Where's the touching foreplay? You mm-hmm. can't just jump into a makeout session. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, I have work to do. She's like, who are you fucking? Who else are you fucking? Mm-hmm. I went to your office today for, for lunch and you weren't there. He's like, I was out having lunch. He's like, I saw some bitch get in your car with the come fuck me heels. Also, why haven't you put that shitty painting that I gave you up? Or the photo Ooh. shadow box? Yeah, she gave him a framed photo of these like abstract art-esque hearts. And I literally said when we were watching it, I was like, where the fuck did she get that big lots? Because that's what it looks like. It looks like one of the edgy girls that was in seventh grade who was straight edge, but also got fucked up a lot. Mm-hmm. In her art class, she's like, I'm going to do something different. I'm mm-hmm. not going to draw the sun. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to make a fucking statement piece. Mm-hmm. Here's my heart and here's how it looks and it's sad and... I like red because it's like my intensity and then black because of how I feel. And your teacher's like, "Mm, the composition sucks. (laughs) And what you're saying isn't that much. And also, this is exactly like that thing that's on the sale rack at Hobby Lobby right now. (laughs) And guys still don't want to fuck you. So try again. (laughs) That teacher. Woo. Is me. Is you. (laughs) I'm the teacher. I'm the teacher. (laughs) Teacher's raising up in class. Um. Nancy still doesn't want to fuck you just because you keep interrupting my class. She doesn't think you're funny. I don't think you're funny. And your friends only think you're funny because one of them's gay and one of them trying to sleep with you. And the other one's really insecure. And he thinks that being friends with you is going to make people like him, which it won't. Mm. And then everyone's just rough for filth and I'm fired immediately. And not only am I fired, I am disbanded from the entire teaching community. (laughs) I love this. This is a better narrative than the show. I'm bad teacher. I'm bad teacher. (laughs) I am Cameron D. I, I am what your parents warned you about. I'm what your parents warned you about. Yeah, she's, oh, she's a mess. Like, she's not who she is supposed to be at all. It was like somebody came in, messed her character up with some other show that they were working on at the time, and then just wrote this script. Yes. It, like, honestly, it feels like, except for Charlotte and Miranda, it's completely different people writing this 
particular episode. This is why you need the WGA, man. And it is. Well, no. Sorry, I was looking at the directed by. Uh, No, it was written by Michael Patrick King. So, like, I'm not sure what your problem was for this. It's a circle of writers. It's a group of writers, but every... Right. To hit certain things, you just need to have eight as written by one person, but mm-hmm. everybody wrote it. Yeah. Michael Patrick King did not write this. And if he was, he was like, mm, Brady. Brady Hobbs. And then walked away, and everybody else was like, okay. Everybody was like, okay, let's make that work. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, she loses her shit about him cheating, and she was like, listen, you know, if you want to break up with me, just break up with me. And he actually says, he was like, listen, I had the salmon and the salad. Like, I don't think that this, like, art piece works here. I think it would work better in the den. And I don't want to break up with you, but it certainly seems like you do. So if you want to go out, this is a good way to do it. So I'm like, what a fucking out, though, man. Yeah. That is fair. That was really straight, direct, to the point, without being rude, being honest. It was gorgeous. And then it gets completely undermined by the same fucking episode where we find out that it's cheating. Yeah, exactly. And then she walks in on, and oh my God, can we hats off to this girl being eaten out? Though? Hell yes, we can. Because, so she walks in on them uh, wearing her Raquel wig. <laughs> <laughs> Raquel Welsh. Raquel Welsh wig. wig. Oof. It's, it's a pussycat it's, wig. It is a look, though. Like, she's, she's oh, working yeah. it, to be fair. But she stole a key from his cleaning lady. So that she can just walk into his apartment. So she just walks into his apartment. And this girl is lying with her head at the foot of the bed. Legs fully up, spread. Almost like perfect V. And Richard's going down on her. And she remains that way for the entirety of the, the competition that follows. The entire scene. What a professional. I love her. All while at the same time, you never actually see Ariola. You never actually see her junk. She had a bush. I noticed. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I didn't see it. I was like, <gasps> I didn't see A naked see body. I want to see everything. This is why I should be wearing my glasses when we're watching these episodes. Because I'm just like, you can see anything. I mean, I couldn't because I Me wasn't wearing my glasses. Like, oh, okay, penis. Okay, nipples. Okay, butt. Butt. Okay, bush. Okay, I'm sad. <laughs> Nudity's out of the way. What's up? What's the story? <laughs> but yeah, she she held her pose like the whole time. Good for her. That is a professional. And then Samantha grabs the art piece that's still on the wall. That's or still, still leaning up against the wall. Mm-hmm. And then smashes it. She's like, now your heart's broken. Just She's like mine. mine. And then walks out. <laughs> and then Richard's like... Ugh. Okay. And, and the girl... And the girl's like, who was that? No, it was it. Who was that? She is pissed that she is no longer being eaten out. She's still in this Which position. And her direct line is, so who the fuck was that? <laughs> and me being like, where is her show? Who right? is that? Who is That's that the next girl? <gasps> SATC, the next gen. Next generation. It's just that girl. It's, Mar- it's all you- of their children being hoes in this yes. scene. And I... <gasps> it's Brady. Yes. It's Rose and Lily. Yes. And then there's a third or fourth friend. Mm Mm-hmm. And she's equal parts Samantha and Carrie, but the smart parts about them. Yeah. And then they're just like, oh my God, like, who's this brand new friend? 
And then she's the one who reads them all for filth, but doesn't do it to them directly. She's like, yeah, I met this girl who says this is this. And it's something from the episodes that we've seen. And she's like, and that, what a stupid fucking thing to do. She should have communicated. She should have done this. She should have blah, 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 blah. She just goes down the list. And then Karen Samantha's like, I don't like her. I don't also, Brady's like gay. Boom. Done. Yes. I love it. Perfect. Right. Because there's only yep. two kids. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Three, three. There's three kids. Three yeah. kids. So then, then the wild card. Oh God, delish. I love it. Cut print. I also. Here's the thing. Tell us. This. So he's going down on this girl, and he says it's just sex. I love you. I have had more than one experience. You know, in my many year of experience um zero experience i'm speaking from nothing um but i've heard from multiple guys that they really do feel like oral sex is more intimate than just straight up like i'm sticking your my penis in you and then i'm going about my day and i think it's just it's like weighted heavier and I don't know if that's like a Clinton administration kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. But I, it always kind of fascinates me. Have you run into that? I've how do you never like heard feel that about that? Really? Okay. From the men that I know who are who like to cheat on their girlfriends. Ooh. They're always like, oh, it was just oral. It wasn't sex. Interesting. So okay. that's the only thing that I've ever heard of. So that... Because, yeah, I feel weird. like there, most guys like think that it is more intimate. Like there is one guy... I was very casually seeing, and he was like, yeah, I saved that for relationships only. And there was another guy. No, go down on everybody. No, I agree with you. Listen, <laughs> yeah. listen, I'm not disagreeing. Uh, no, and it that. wasn't me disagreeing with you. It was me yeah. disagreeing with that dude. Yeah. No, 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 no. For sure. Make sure everybody has a good time. Yes. I mean, if you're going to fuck everybody, you're a shitty person, but that doesn't mean that the person doesn't deserve good sex. Go down on them. 100%. Um, so... There was another guy that, like, I was seeing, and when we were first seeing each other and we were actually in a relationship and, like, talking about being in a relationship, it was fine. And then something happened. We broke up. We kind of met up later, and we had, like, a bit, like, of a fling, like a kind of, you know, goodbye kind of a thing, and he never initiated. It was just straight sex and then got to go. Trash. Yeah. No, I listen personally. <laughs> personally, I believe that that is just part of the package. Yeah, like if you're going to have sex with somebody, have sex with somebody. Don't be weird. Like, why are you making rules about this? But I just always thought that was fascinating. If anybody else has opinions about this, please let us know. And I couldn't help but pod. <laughs> couldn't oh. help but podcast at gmail.com. Because um, I am actually extremely interested in this. Um, Neil, I want to hear your thoughts. So Let's do a poll. Let's do a poll. Let's we'll do, do a poll, poll that enacts people. And then after that, they can comment if necessary. I think they should just just say it. Just tell me. Just tell fucking me. tell us. Just, just fucking tell, say it. Just you say always it. want to tell your opinions fucking anyway. Might as well. Now we're asking for them. Fuck. Jeez. Shit. <laughs> 
Okay. I'm the little fish in Finding Nemo when everyone else is talking about their defectives and he's just like, I'm obnoxious. I'm obnoxious. Me, 2004, <laughs> not knowing what obnoxious was and I was like, oh, that's treatable. It's not. It's not. <laughs> I'm, abras- I'm ab- abrasive. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to go to Miranda because Miranda's also, even though big things happen, there's it's not like a lot of things. Because she is building a crib with Steve, and he's gorgeous. I love him so much. They're building a crib, and he tells her, like, what step they're on, and she's like, that's horseshit. Grabs the instructions from him, reads exactly what he just said, and says, okay, fine. Hand me the bolt. Aren't you going to talk about how, you know, great it is that you were right? And he was like, nope. I'm good. I'm like, oh, you're so beautiful. And then he's like, you've got 40 pounds on me. Yes. And then Fucking funny. God damn. He's a perfect man. He is. Everything he does, everything he says, the way he goes about things, he... I am so sorry. <gasps> I got pen on your couch. I will murder you. How do we get this out? We don't. I am so sorry. I thought I'd flipped it the other way. You're killing me. We'll I am work so sorry. on it later. How do we do this? That don't know. I'll throw it in the wash. It's microfiber. I'll, so I'll throw it in the wash. <laughs> That's how this I'm works. I'm so sorry. I generally thought it was whipped up as a way. Terrible. <laughs> Stop ruining things. <laughs> it's like my favorite all over again. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so there, yeah. Building the crib. She says, I'm thinking about naming the baby Danny. Danny Hobbs. Danny Ocean. Denny Ocean Hops. Denny Ocean Hops. Um, and he says, yeah, yeah, that works. Like, it's good. And says, yeah, that, that like that works out. Danny, come out and shoot some boops. Yeah, that sounds good. That feels good. We built a crib for Danny. And I was like, oh, my God. Tosh and Miranda was just like, Steve, stop crying. Do not cry. What the fuck is wrong with you? But I love that he's crying about his baby. Because so many instances we get guys who don't even care that they're having a baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. Like, it's oh, so my sad. girlfriend who's pregnant is acting crazy. Am I right, guys? <laughs> yeah. And then we're laughing and we're like, uh, do you know what your fucking wife is going through right now? Mm-hmm. Shut the fuck up. Go help her. Be on her team. And this one where he's genuinely excited. He wants to be part of the process. And his, it's Miranda so who's, just like, who's just like, you need like, to no. back up. Yeah. You need to give me my limits. And I love that. Mm-hmm. This this is playing really well with me. Yeah, I love it. And then she, uh, earlier, we'll get into it a little bit later, um, but she tells Carrie that she should not sleep with Big. Um, and then goes into labor during their date. And I love that Carrie, like, walks into her room and says, man, you will do anything <laughs> to get me to not have sex with Big. <laughs> Which... I super felt that on such a level because there's been so many times when I've been like, okay, so I have this date, like things might happen, who knows? And then some friend has an emergency and I was like, you will do anything. Anything. What is wrong with you? (laughs) They're trying to save you. I always take it as a blessing. Uh, Depending on what it is. There are some times when I'm like, do you, do you understand what I'm doing right now? Gotcha. I'm trying to get laid so you can fuck off. <laughs> I don't care I don't how care. bad your cancer is. <laughs> <laughs> it can wait. Um, but yeah, so she gives birth and then decides to name the baby Brady. Brady! 
just Steve's last name. And so it's, so it's Brady, Brady Hobbs. Hobbs. So it's a part of both of them. And he almost cried again. It was so cute. And I do love the uh, the juxtaposition of how how uh, Steve and Miranda take the baby. Because Miranda was very much the, like, I, he doesn't exist until he gets here. Which is a very male-oriented way of thinking about it. Yeah. And Steve, when he's, like, setting stuff up for the baby is when he's starting to connect. Which I think is really interesting because that's usually the female. Like, the female does, like, the nesting and is like, Oh my gosh, here it is. It's all ready for the baby. The baby is coming. And... Once that baby is in Miranda's arms, she was like, holy shit, look at that. Like, I made that. One of my favorite moments with Steve is when he goes over to the crib that they're getting him ready in. And then before Miranda's even grabbed him, he's like, all right, ten toes, ten (laughs) fingers, two balls. And then he just looks so proud that the baby has two balls. He's so happy. What a little muffin. He's so sweet. He got this on Miranda. I really, it's upsetting that he, that the actor is not in more stuff. I'm going to put him in more stuff. Okay, good. I think. But who else can he play except for Steve? Honestly, if it's not Steve, I don't want to see him. No, I want to see him in everything. I think he deserves all the happiness (laughs) because he did this character so well. So then that just leaves Carrie. Carrie. Is a dumb bitch. Is a dumb bitch. Welcome to the stage, dumb bitch. Dumb bitch. (laughs) Um, Carrie is in bed with a really hilarious like monologue about seasons about to change you know there's a crisp in the air and so she goes in grabs a a blanket and puts it on her bed and then is still lying in bed with the window open if you're cold close the fucking window carrie you're such a dumb bitch um picks up the phone and calls big and says, I was just feeling a little lonely. You ever feel lonely? And he's like, nope. That's it. Like, no elaboration, which I think is hysterical. And so on brand. Yes. And Carrie's still just like, why can't I not be happy with him? I don't understand what's wrong. Mm-hmm. And so she says, well, I'm lonely. Can I come over? But to be clear, this is just about keeping each other company. And I'm like, bitch, he just said he doesn't need that. This is about you. Just make it about you. It's okay. And so she comes over with a pizza, which I think is very nice of her. Yes, absolutely. And a giant fucking pizza, too. Huge not a pizza. pizza. So, and like New York style pizza. That's very exciting. Um, so comes over, walks into big's apartment which is nearly empty except for a few boxes and his bed why is that because he's moving because he bought a third of a uh, winery or a vi- vineyard yeah uh so in napa california in napa and she says her dumbest line to date which is because he's she's like why are you moving and he's like eh, i'm tired of new york She's like, you're tired. You take a Napa. You don't move to Napa, which is the worst. I hate that line so much. It's so dumb. I love it. So they've done worse. Fucking stupid. Not yet. 
They haven't. That's the worst one. <laughs> um, as compared to like, I don't have a vague idea of what I'm supposed to be doing versus Carrie saying, I don't have a vogue, vogue idea. idea. So that one was just tacky. This yeah. one was funny. I just like you take a Napa, you don't move to Napa. Like, are you like Buffy the Vampire Slayer with your vampire puns? Like, stop it. I love it. <laughs> you just compare it to the type of humor to Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So I'm going to take this as a win. Okay. Because normally else we wouldn't compare it. Fair enough. Um, so she says, like, who moves from New York? Like, what's so great about... Anywhere else. Like, literally anywhere else. And the girls, like, talk about this. And so here's, like, my question. To people who live in New York, who complain about the smell, who complain about the crowds, who complain about the escalated rent, what's so great about New York? Like, you can't afford to do any of the cool things there while you're living there. So I don't understand the draw of New York City as a place to live because you just constantly struggle. That's all you do. Is that fun? Is that fun for you? Yeah. I don't understand New York, that. New Yorkers love to complain and to bitch about everything. I guess, but like... They like to be miserable. That's lame. That's so stupid. But whatever. Uh, I don't understand what's so great about New York because all I hear is bad things about new york yeah um but anyway so she and big decide to make a date to like say goodbye essentially because she said well like what would you have done would you have just like if i hadn't called tonight you would have just not told me you would have just moved yeah and he's like i would have called you and she's like from where a wine vat somewhere (laughs) which i have i loved that you said you're like Having a vat of anything sounds so terrible. When has a vat of anything ever sounded good? Never. No, because whatever it is, it's too much of it. It's too much of it. It's disgusting. And I'm. Yeah. Mm -mm. Don't like it. Unsubscribe. Unsubscribe. Unfollow. Unnotify the bell. (laughs) So she thinks she's thinking about like this is this is the end for him. Like this is the the end of their story essentially. Which is a really sad thing to think about. Um, I recently had a guy that I saw, like, quarterly. Like, we did not see each other on a regular basis at all. But whenever we did meet up, we had really great chemistry. And I really enjoyed him as a human. And he recently, by his job, decided to move him to New Mexico. Which is, like a solid amount of space away mm-hmm. like he was living here for a little while and then he moved to the bay area bay area is like an easy trip back and forth here but new mexico is a plane ride <laughs> like nobody's nobody's popping over to new mexico from reno nevada just just to be there just for people who are listening who are not of the area like it's not it isn't it's not that close at all like it's basically over and so i feel like like i i identify a lot with carrie in this that you're just kind of thinking about like what could have been and her i couldn't help but wonder moment is can you make a mistake and miss your fate and i think that you can absolutely feel that way 
I don't know that it's necessarily true. I think everything has its moment and teaches you something and you should just move on to the next thing instead of worrying about what could have been because that's a waste of time. Mm-hmm. But also there's a part of that that is like true and scary. Like when you think about that, like what if we had gone out of our way to see each other more? What if we had gotten to the point where he had just said, you know, yeah, my job's moving me out to New Mexico, but I get paid fuck tons of money, which he does. And so just move out with me and let's see where this goes. Would I have done it? Probably not. But <laughs> like, but it's thinking about it, but it's yeah, but it's thinking about the possibility of what could be because he and I, like I said, have been dating off and on for like three years. It's a long time, even if we didn't see each other that often, to, like, now really feel really single. Mm-hmm. Like, really alone and really think, was there a mistake that I made? And can you potentially unmake that mistake somewhere else? And I just think it is wild. It's a wild concept, and I really feel for Carrie in this episode... Uh, they go on their cute little last date. They're going in a horse-drawn carriage in Central Park, which Set is... those horses free! So touristy. Yeah. That's wild. Like, that's a wild, like... That would be like, hey, Joe, you're moving away. Let's have, you know, one last night together. Let's go gamble in a casino. I'd be like, no. Like, when have we ever gambled in a casino? Why are we doing this? But I will go fuck up an all-you-can-eat buffet. Truth. So, they're, yeah, so they're in their horse-drawn carriage, and she says, like, ugh, New York. Like, it's so amazing. It's so wonderful. Aren't you going to miss it? And he goes, no. But I will miss miss you. And I'm like, oh my god, that's exactly what every fucking woman ever wants to hear. Take note, gentlemen. No, bitches are dumb! No, they are not. All they want is just a little bit of fucking attention. It seems like Carrie doesn't want a little bit of attention. We're not talking about Carrie, we're talking about girls in general now. Because Carrie's wild. No, because then you get used to it. Wow. Okay. See if I ever praise you again. You will. I'm great. Are you? That's male privilege. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking male privilege. Fuck you, male privilege. Fuck your chicken strips. Fuck your chicken strips. Um, Ah. They kiss, and then Miranda calls her and goes into labor. And they have the whole thing with Miranda, and Carrie goes back to Biggs, hoping to catch him in time before he actually moves and he is not there, but he has left her his record, which they were listening to when she brought over the pizza for Moon River from Breakfast to Tiffany's. There is a Tiffany's theme, y'all. Um, but it is really sweet because it says for when you get lonely. And then there's an envelope that says for when I get lonely. And inside that envelope... Is a eviction notice. No. (laughs) Is a plane ticket for her to come to Napa, which is the sweetest fucking thing. Like, this is probably the sweetest, nicest thing that Big has ever done. A plane ticket to Napa? Yes. That's nothing. 
he previously got her, or maybe not previously, maybe I'm thinking ahead, that, like, awful, like, goose purse. <gasps> that's ahead. Like, that's ahead? Okay. It's terrible. I think. I don't oh, remember. I, I, think, I, I think my timeline is being thrown off. But, yes, I'm standing by that. He gave her a record that meant a lot to him. Yes. And a plane ticket to come and see him. That's fucking sweet. This is what I'm talking about. We're happy with so little, but you fuckers. <laughs> Me? <laughs> you. No, I'm definitely one of the part of the public. I don't give gifts. Well, and it's not really, like, I feel... Or the attention. Well, yeah. It was like, if you don't you're give. needy you right don't... now, get out of my fucking face. You don't, you don't give. It's okay. <laughs> But, like, I don't know. Maybe it's for me because um, my acts of service is my main love language. Mm -hmm. And so giving somebody tickets to go somewhere. Like, not a gift that it's like, ugh, what the fuck am I going to do with this? Because I think those gifts are shit. Yeah, like a goose purse. I would love a goose purse. I would hate a goose purse. I would love a goose purse. Hate it. But a plane ticket to go and spend quality time? Yes. Gorgeous. Beautiful. Gorgeous. I love it. And then the episode ends with a leaf falling and it officially becoming a new season. Oh my god. Which was so gorgeous yet meta all at the same time. Because it's a season finale. It's goofy. They did it. They did it. And I thought that was so like if they had just left Big alone, mm-hmm. if this had been it, what a gorgeous ending. What a gorgeous ending to it. Yeah. And that's always wondering, what if? What could have been? Yeah. But of course they don't. And there is, like, there is something that's really super obnoxiously romantic about that. Like, the what if and the could have been gives you hope god romantics Ugh, i know so i know we're so silly he's like here's all my anxiety i'm gonna add more stress and more anxiety to myself by hoping and by dreaming how dare we hope how or dare dream you? And the rest of us are just like listen handle your shit now and then celebrate <laughs> you're so different because <laughs> that's what i live on i don't do it a lot i was actually thinking about this the other day was like we should ask everybody like what kind of candy they think they are mm-hmm. and i feel like i would be one of those candies that has like that hard outer shell but once you bite into it it's just all liquid just liquid Ooh, like goo. gushy because i'm just like fuck everything i'm so tough but like if you really get to know me i'm like it's so romantic you guys i'm gonna cry every time (laughs) whereas like people like you were just i don't know laffy taffy (laughs) well the flavor is good but like it's like super stretchy and weird a lot of work (laughs) did i need this (laughs) but then if you see another one you're just gonna be like oh fuck i'm gonna pick it up yep it's true you're addictive it's all the sugar. It's all the sugar. That's what it is. <laughs> you should be eating a fucking healthy meal. Mm-hmm. A fruit bar. Yes. But you're also eating candy, and that's what you get. It's that's true. Teeth. <laughs> so, in our extended hiatus, please shoot us an email <laughs> at I couldn't help but podcast at gmail.com. Re listen to everything and just like. 
enjoy. Take notes. Yeah. We won't be, but please do. We're going to release a book after this with our best advice. Yes. Ugh. It's going to be great. Hot. It was warm. <laughs> uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at We Swear on Chanel. Uh, friend us on Facebook. Don't friend me on Facebook. Well, friend, I couldn't help a podcast oh, on, Facebook. on Facebook. Like us on Facebook, I should say. Um, you can like my page at, um, Paige Clarno, podcaster, etc. on Facebook or, um, at Paige Clarno on Twitter or at Paige and Rena Land on Instagram. Where can they find you? If you want to follow my wacky adventures, I'm on Twitter, Joe Daniel BB on Instagram, Petty Prince Jr. Or you can follow the hashtag P with JD. That's the letter P with JD. That's my travel series where I either poop, <laughs> pee, or pork in a bathroom and then do a commentary about it gorgeous thanks i had like a bunch of people more people than i was expecting to i (laughs) thought like two people would be like ah that that was something Mm -hmm. a lot more than that i've been like um this gave me life what a way to flip it tip it dip it on its head Mm -hmm. i love it please keep it up i was like i need to find more interesting bathrooms Mm, i love it um one final thing at the very very start of this episode um we actually did like a little clip right before you might have noticed um where they're talking about sex or not with big and twice uh miranda just points to her belly and goes use a condom which we thought was fantastic because that is what we say she stole our shtick so until next time remember Always. Always. Use a condom.